This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host slash everything person, (laughs) Catherine G. Mendoza. I'm gonna try it different times every like that was my very but softly dramatic. Like as if I was giving, you know that speech from Ten Things I Hate About You? Yes. Where I was like, like <laughs> and what I hate most is that I love you. She no, it's like I don't hate you at all. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't hate you at all. Like we rewind. <laughs> what I hate most <laughs> is that I don't hate you at all, Catherine. Catherine, say hi to the people. <laughs> After all of that, hello, people. I am so dramatic. Oh, the coffee's kicking in. Uh, and I want to intro our wonderful guest. Um, wow. He's wow. Already, already. already jumping in. Wow. I didn't even get to do the intro. Um, <laughs> our guest is uh, my fiery personal trainer, Mr. Lewis mm. Nova. Oh, sorry, sorry. Wow, uh, that was very Hey, what's up, you guys? Yeah. So, <laughs> very nice to meet you guys. Uh, this is every you. time we work together. This is his attitude every time we work together. That's awesome. Yeah. He so, really is so hype. Yes. Nice to meet uh, Catherine. your co-host, Nice to meet Catherine. you. Jay. Heard some good stuff. Hey. Yeah. hey. She only says good things about you. Thank true you. that, true that, true that. I only saying good things. Yeah. Sort of. Not about you other hoes, <laughs> but about oh. Catherine. I be saying good things. You know what I'm saying? Oh damn! <laughs> so uh, actually, I met. So I met Lewis after I was working with Freddie. Everybody who knows me knows, like on my social media, I would post pictures or videos or attempt videos of Freddie. Freddie never wanted to be on camera, so mm-hmm. he would always hide his face like he owed people money or something or was running <laughs> from somebody. And I love Freddie, but he bossed up and now he don't got no time for nobody. Mm-hmm. And he's working, uh, he's actually the manager of a Blink Fitness oh. where I initially met Lewis. Not at the same Blink Fitness, but I met Lewis uh, working at Blink Fitness. And I have all the time in the world. Yes, oh. he does. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh. um, Sadly, me and Freddie don't work together anymore, but Louis, oh. Louis is the new Freddie. Ya tu sabe. Ya tu sabe. <laughs> I think we can assume you're Dominican. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because if you raised. weren't, that, Born would, raised. that would be awkward raised. if you weren't. It no, would be a like, little weird. If he was like, no, actually, I'm not Dominican at all. Just, actually, uh, in my class, uh, one of my clients, they came in and they were like, oye, ya tu sabe, loco. And I'm like, yo, you're Dominican. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 de Colombia, pero conozco mucho. I know a lot of Dominicans. He saw you and he was like, yeah. He read it. All right. He was like, that's a Dominican. I mean, that's cool. You get one. Yeah. You get one tato. You get one tato. You get one tato. One ever or one a class? One. One ever. One ever. Wow. That's it. Just one tato. Tato. Unless you make it better. Now, explain to the people who don't know the significance of tato. Ooh. What does that mean? That's a big one. Um, So, tato is like, yo, everything's good. Yeah. We chilling. Mm-hmm. We're everything. We're we're having fun over here. Or everything is all right. Tato. Everything is good. But it, it could also be sarcastic. It could be It sarcastic. could be. Because it could be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. We good. Yeah. We good. Yeah. Tato. 
ah, Tato. It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's a tone, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Tato. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Tato. That means it's a period. Yeah. yeah. Tato. Espérate. I'm going to the car. That's so funny because why do I Let see... me get my bat real Let me quick. Get... Why do I see two Dominican people just saying Tato to each back, other back and, back and forth? forth. Tato. No, tato. 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 Sí. Claro, Tato. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they fight. That's just how they fight. So, one Tato per conversation. One. If you're not from Tato. If you're, <laughs> if you're not from Tato. If you're not from Tato, one Tato, <laughs> and that's, that's it. Is that what Dominicans would call the Dominican Republic? Tato? I'm just saying, Tato. Mira, pero, pero Tato. Solamente uno. Damn. That's it. Just well, now it's, it's good really to know because I'm not Dominican. Yeah, see? Unless it's good, then I want to hear more. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tato, I'm like, are you? What? <laughs> Wait, so you're not no, Dominican? You're not. You're not? Now, what Damn. if they were not Dominican but raised in the Heights? Mm. Um, they're honorary Dominicans yeah like ish honorary Dominicanish Dominicanito Dominicanito un poquito Dominicanito un poquito Dominicanito Dominito Dominito he's been making up words all day Dominican Kanye Dominican Kanye wow Dominican Kanye Dominican Kanye otra vez no this is I feel like this is how it is chilling with Dominicans though Every Dominican person that I know in my that's in my life has always been so funny. Yeah. They're always so funny. What? Yeah, like crazy funny, crazy <laughs> like um sarcastic. Yeah. So I would say I innovative. It. Yes. Oh, thank very innovative. Thank you. But I also felt that way about um Mexican people. Yeah. Like my ex's dad would always find these innovative ways of doing things, of handling problems, like really thinking outside of the box. Oh, I meant with language. Oh, with language, with language. totally. <laughs> creative yeah. with language. Yes. With what names. are some what are some Dominicanisms? Let's get Dominicanism one oh one. But you gotta lean into the mic so we can hear you. Dominicanisms. Uh what do you mean like Dominicanisms? Like, like what are words that are only used between Dominicans? Like that Dominicans would understand. Manito. 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 Yeah. It, I mean it could translate to hand. But Manito is like, hell yeah, that's my friend. That's my brother. Yeah, that's like my yeah. brother. I always looked at it like hermano, like hermanito. Yeah. Manito. Like yeah. Oh, that's how I always looked Almost at like it. Almost like brother. Yeah. yeah. Like brother. Yo, what's up, brother? Yeah. Or like, I hate you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know. Again, tone. Tone. Yeah, yeah. Come up with one word, and then it's how you say it. It's yes. how you say it. That's yes. that's what that's how it's defined. It's the tone that you use that tells you what it means yeah. in that moment. Yeah, especially in Spanglish. Yes. Oh yeah, especially in Spanglish. Do you speak a lot of Spanglish? I. Because you were born in DR. I was born in DR. Yeah. Raised. Yeah. Born and raised wow. out in DR. I came in here when I was uh, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I was like, mm, nah, not for me, mom. Uh, <laughs> can I go back to DR? Because people don't know how to talk over here. Oh, because, you was but, one of what? those Dominicans I judging mean, other Dominicans. No, there. no, yeah. no, no. It was like I knew English already when I came in here. Oh. Because they put me in uh, English-speaking school yeah, yeah. over there in DR. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm coming to the U.S. And then nobody wanted to talk. I'm like, I know how to speak English. Oh. So I was like, but people were like, mm, Where'd nah. you move to? Chelsea. That's why. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I Chelsea, them to Chelsea. You would have been in the Heights. But you know what's crazy? Chelsea wasn't how Chelsea is now. Yeah, yeah. When you came in. When yeah. I came in, it was like 
uh, early 90s. Yeah. And it was still like Giuliani was still pushing out people. It was still kind, yeah. kind of a shady neighborhood. It was shady neighborhood. Yeah. Well, there was definitely a lot more minorities. Yeah, there was a Hell lot yeah, of... yeah, back then? Yeah. There was a lot of Ecuadorians. Hey. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Ecuador. Guayaquil. Que lo que. Galapagos. So, a lot of times, you know, people would just be like... Um, you know, DR has to have this uh, uh, separation from everything else because of the way we talk yeah. over here. So it's like uh, Ecuadorians have a different way of talking. Dominicans have a different way of talking. But I feel like it was all just, you know, it's just people. Yeah. yeah. When I came here to the U.S., I was like, hey, I love everybody. Yeah. Hey, you got I had been wanting to come over here. Yeah. You know, because when you're in DR, all you know is you know, Dominicans, yeah. but the people that you know that came from the U.S., they come back with some crazy stories. About right. all the different kinds about of people, all the different, all the different kinds of things. Shit that they saw. Yeah. Right now. Oh, can I curse? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you come in and then you're like, this is totally different than what they told you about. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right, I didn't like this place. Aww. So that goes back to where I was eight and I was like, nah, mom, I'm trying to come back. And so you went back. Then I went back. And then you came back? When? And then I came back when I was 12. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't that. To okay. stay. All right. To stay. You so, were like, all right, I'll stay here now. Well, no. They they lied to me. This is this is crazy. Oh, wow. This is the story of how I came to the U.S. This is the kidnapped. story of how he was Cue kidnapped. I was kidnapped. Yeah. I was fucking kidnapped. Huge yo, dramatic music. Yo, listen. My family kidnapped me. Y'all don't be knowing these stories, yeah. son. Latinos be kidnapping <laughs> their family members. They, they told me. They were like, Louis, we're going to go have pizza in, in the morning. The I should have known. <laughs> eight in the morning. You were 12. I know I was 12. But I was, very, I was Here's very gullible. Ticket. I was Clearly. very gullible because, you know, they, they kept me inside. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I was just like, oh, we're, we're having pizza. Pizzarelli. I always remember it. It was delicious pizza. They're still over there. Thank you, Pizzarelli, for all the awesome Where stuff you guys it? have. Uh, it's all over right now. Now oh. it's almost like Domino's over here. Oh. Pizzarelli. So Pizzarelli back then was like the shit. Yeah. yeah. And how the hell do you take the shit to kidnap me? Oh, That's they just tricked smart. you they with tricked their me. favorite food. I didn't food. see any of the bags in the trunk. They did that before. I think they woke wow. up before. They were like, oh, we're going to Pizzarelli. I should have known that that car was loaded. I should have, you know what I mean? Yo, I would have known something was up because my mom never took us out to dinner unless something went wrong. They're taking or they you to had a like, whole other yeah. país yeah. for pizza. For they pizza. Were... But I was like, okay, we're going to El Malecón, oh. which is where Pizzarelli was. Oh. And I was like, so you were like, okay, we're just going there. It we're makes just going sense. there. And you know what's the wow. crazy thing is? Is that it's on the way to the airport. I'm sorry. Wow. They got so, you. Okay. They got me. Hard I have to hard. understand this. They took you to get pizza. Mm -hmm. Then from the pizza place, mm -hmm. they went to the airport. No. No, they okay. never went to the pizza place. We never went to the pizza Okay, first place. of all, okay, first of all, my first problem miendo. is why did you not why know are you lying to somebody about food? Okay, <laughs> my first well, issue because is... Because at least you could have got me the pizza exactly. while I'm angry on the plane. Exactly. Right, right. I would have ate my pizza angrily on the way to the airport. I'd be like, goodbye, my favorite pizza place. Goodbye, my pais. Goodbye, <laughs> my friends. Like, I would have... Yeah, but I would have been doubly tight that they didn't get me the pizza and I'm at the airport right so i caused the scene 
Of at course. At the airport? In the airport. Wow. What'd you do? It went, I don't know, I don't remember. I probably just blanked out. And <laughs> I just did something, I don't know, I was in the airport trying to escape. I was trying to run. And something happened that I got so sick from the... From uh, the probably the anxiety from and everything. From the anxiety and everything wow. that I had to be hospitalized when I came over here. Oh, so they, so they still put his ass on the plane. VR don't care. They'd be like, had this been a white yeah. family, oh, they yeah. would have been like, no, we need to hospitalize Piper now. is having an anxiety attack. <laughs> we no, they no, were no. like, okay, callate, siéntate, you will take it to the hospital <laughs> when you <laughs> get there. Maybe it was <laughs> That's crazy. All of the Benadryl in the world. <laughs> just mixed into here you go oh my gosh yeah. that's yeah. insane that's funny they like a team drugged you like they used to do to mr t mm. on the a-team <laughs> when they would drug him <laughs> they were like yeah they used to give him a glass of milk because that was his favorite thing and yo he would always fall yeah. for it and he would drink the milk and then he would be knocked out and he would wake up and they that's how they would get him on the plane i watched a lot of a team oh, like yep. a lot <laughs> so yeah that's what they did to you they pulled a mr t and drugged you <laughs> they, messed, they, they messed me up with that. It's okay. And then you fall okay. in love with New York. Now I had a New York experience yesterday that I want to share with you guys. So I was on the train with my girlfriend Jenna. Shout out to Jenna. Jenna. We was going to get some vegan food. <laughs> so we were going and we're waiting. And the train is taking forever. So finally, like we hear people going. Yo, we need an ambulance. We need an ambulance. Oh, and we're God. like, oh, my goodness. Like, what is going on? Yeah, well, and then, of course, and more importantly, is this train going anywhere? Yes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> we were like, okay, we're waiting because people are yelling, like, we need an ambulance. So they ask us to, like, evacuate the train. They're like, all right, we're not going to move for a while, blah, blah, blah. So me and Jenna get off the train. Everybody's gravitating towards the car where the drama's happening because we all like bochinche. We all want to know what's going on. We all want to know the gossip. So me and Jenna make our way over there and sort of peek in. <laughs> and we can't really see what's going on. But all of a sudden, people start stepping back, right? This homeless guy that I guess was unconscious on the floor gets up, walks out of the train. And I and and so everybody gets back on the train because we're like, so we're moving now, right? <laughs> because <laughs> this guy got up and uh, he's okay, he's walking. But they had called an EMT. So me and Jen are sitting talking about the whole situation. And I'm like, you know, it was all of the out-of-towners. Like nobody from New York mm -hmm. saw him lying there and was like, we need to call an ambulance. Because any New Yorker would know that is a homeless person who cannot afford an ambulance. Yeah. What you do is you call the police yep. to take them to a shelter or mm -hmm. someplace where they can get care. But this person was like, so we see the EMT people like coming down, mm -hmm. right? And then we're, we're sitting on the train and we're waiting. And this guy is like, he has no idea what's going on. He goes, what happened? What happened? And they go, oh, there was a sick passenger like on the train. And he goes, okay, is he off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's everybody was like, right yeah, there. yeah. That's New York. So is the train going to move? Yeah. And we're all like, yeah, word. Is the train going to move? Then the conductor comes on the speaker and is like, everybody, uh, this train is going to be sitting here for a while. We have to wait for EMT. So we get oh, out the train. No. EMT walks past us. We go, yeah, he's down there. And I swear to you, EMT looks at us, shrugs our shoulders. And go, yeah, we're not going to. We can't take him nowhere. <laughs> it was like, yeah. uh, they were like, we can't. They're not going to service him. No. Like, they're going to kick him out of the hospital. It was like one of those New York moments where it was like, you dumb out-of-towners. Yeah. Like, what train was this? This was on the one train. Uh, what time? This was 7 p.m. Oh. Damn. 7 p.m. 
one train. This homeless guy literally got up. Like, he was clearly, like, I don't know what he was on, but yeah. he was on something. He was either drunk or on something. And he just kind of moseyed on out of the train. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Was I, was I asleep for too long? Like, he was clearly, like, fine. You see, my thing is. <laughs> oh, when she gets to pointing. When she gets to pointing, that's they when. They have. She's these about to things punish these people. In the in the in the stations. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. buttons. Yep. The call nine. We have the call nine one one buttons. Oh. See what you do is you find the bravest person because there's gonna be one person mm-hmm. who's willing to touch said homeless person, at least enough to get them off the train, yeah. and then press the button and get back on the train. Yeah. Now it's the station's problem. Exactly. But I got somewhere to go. I'm sorry. You press the button. You go, hey, we I'm need sorry. a cop. There's an unconscious homeless person. Oh, that's too much. I need to get back on my train. Wow. Leave him there. <laughs> Leave him there. Catherine isn't even going to let the popo know. No. I have somewhere to go. Wow. It is 7 but that is a that is a New York thing. Like me and Jenna were sitting on the train like, so can we just move on with our lives? I'm now? sorry. Like mm-hmm. I, I, the sick passenger on it. There's a level of humanity that Yo, I've we been, lose but that's been as happening New Yorkers. to me. It's a fact. It happened it's on the fact. train and it happened right. on my last flight. I was flying out to California to do a, this gig that I had. And we're leaving the airport. I'm at JFK. We pull away from the gate. And then the pilot comes on and goes, we have a sick passenger. We're going to go back to the gate because it's just a lot easier if we unload the passenger now. And, you know, everybody on that flight was like, oh, yes. like throwing up their hands. Like, come on. But I respect wow. that. Yeah. I respect that because we haven't left. We haven't left. You're not going to have to deal left, with him. Oh, my goodness. But I think lo- I would never verbalize it. But l- like low key, I'm more upset at the fact that you got on the plane and the fact that you got on the train because we've all been sick and we've all been at that place. I've like actively been like, I can't get on the train because I'm not going to be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm in a public setting. Like I know when I'm about to throw up. I know when I'm about to faint. <laughs> How fucking dare you kick them off and move? Wow. Sorry. Heartless. Now, she, now we know. Kick that was them. that was a uh, Catherine's heartless commentary. Kick, kick them on off this and poor like sick person. Kick them on the tracks. Get them out of here. Okay, I didn't say the tracks. Now <laughs> it was uh, in your get face. them past the yellow line. Wow, <laughs> just so get them sick. just past the yellow <laughs> so line. Just kick them enough. <laughs> just kick them enough. <laughs> so enough. They're, they're off the there train. There you go. And then that's when you look at the foreigners. And it's like, now this is your responsibility. Yeah. Hey, everybody that's on the platform, this is y'all now. This because is y'all. they still have the humanity that we've lost in New York City. Yeah, so will be like, oh, my God, this person. I'll be like, right. Hey, transplants, uh, this is your job in New York. Damn. <laughs> you must save all of the people from the New Yorkers who clearly don't care about their well-being. I have lived in New York my entire life. Okay. I've never been sick on a train once. That is not by accident. That is by choice. That's it. You do it in the street. I figure out another situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. If ever I felt, I will say this, if ever I felt faint or not, or in, in any way not well, I, I would prefer to try to take a cab into the city if I have the ends mm-hmm. and if I can. So that way there's no chance. There's times my mom has vertigo. I'm pretty sure I probably have vertigo. So there's yeah. times when I feel like dizzy and I'm like, I can't get on this train because I'm going to be the person that's like leaning against the wall looking half dead and they're like are you okay no but and I'm going to burst into tears because I'm a drama queen I'm like I'm never okay <laughs> you see no my thing is and maybe this is like poorly taught to me by like my mother it was aguantatelo 
Aguantatelo, yeah. Get off at the next stop. Yeah. I want, like, hold it. So I actually, it's probably my pride where I'm like, hold it together. You know what I mean? Don't let it be seen because then it becomes a problem. I don't like that much attention. So I will right. wait to like, I mean, I think it would only happen if I like fainted for no reason. Like yeah, if I yeah. didn't see it coming. And right. those situations, I totally get. Because I've seen that happen on the train where I literally, was one a person was like good one second and the next second completely faints. That can happen. Yeah. I don't blame them. But you can tell somebody who walks in and already looks like, fuck. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be late because un- you're a corpse. I 100% blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% blame your sick self when yep. you stumble in the train like patient zero. Yep. Like you're about to infect the world and this is going to be a zombie apocalypse. Yes. You I wanna blame know, you. You want to know, honestly, it's, it's going to sound weird because I don't even like um, buses, like New York City public buses, but I'd rather take a bus sick than a train. See, because a bus, they can... They can literally drop you off. Yeah. Some like if oh anywhere. At at some point they can figure that out and keep going. With the train, no, you just messed up that entire schedule. Yeah. That is it. It is over. And That's understand, true. you're also underground. You could be in the tunnel. We're on the train. The train you're can't outside. go around you. <laughs> it has to go oh, on that same yeah. track. Right. Yeah. I just think about it like that. It's the same thing with a cab. Like there is a way to get out of that situation and not um, like inconvenience anybody else. I think uh, to me, I may sound so inconsiderate about leave the person on the platform because I'm so considerate about not being the person who puts people in that situation. I forget what happened that I was yeah, like super sense. sick and makes I was uh, I was in the car with my best friend and I literally I was like, pull over. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> throwing up and he was mm. so understanding. Like I was literally like, you know, how when you get so sick, you're like drenched in sweat. Because yeah. your body is just trying to get everything out. Like, I mm-hmm. looked like such a crackhead. Yeah. He bought me home. I continued to throw up. And then, like, around, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, I think I walked out of my bedroom. My best friend's, like, sitting on my couch. And I had bought donuts. <laughs> and I was like, I want a donut. And so I <laughs> ate a donut and went back to bed. Oh, uh, damn. That's- Gorda life. You did your stomach. Damn. Thing. I did. That it sounds- was a vegan donut. Wait, so what would you do? If you if there was like a sick passenger, you gonna help him? Uh, no. I looked at I, you with such I, judgment, I, I, like you gonna. Help I wasn't them? gonna. I wouldn't necessarily help them unless they, if they're homeless. A lot of times it's like they just want to stay there because yeah. a lot of times this is where they temporarily live. Yeah, this is where they reside. Yeah, this so a lot chair. of ta- a lot of times I noticed that homeless people start get a little territorial. About their corner, because they yeah, always I, take a, a corner, a specific yeah. corner, a specific corner. But I feel some type of way about that too. You feel about the corner? Them taking the corner? <laughs> about the fact that you're on the train in general? Oh well, yeah. The platform, I, cool. But not the train? The train. Nah. Maybe he got somewhere to go. Yeah, or. They, <laughs> but you took over the whole corner. Yeah, because yeah. he's stinky, and nobody wants to be around that. I think it's more like a repellent, like because homeless people have a smell to them. And yeah. they and they come in with the confidence and it's of different you sense, take by this? the way. Different sense. Some of them smell like banana boogers. Some of them smell like banana, <laughs> banana boogers. That's what I banana call it. If you boogers. know what I'm talking about. They have, see, I say mm. banana boogers. I know y'all know what smell I'm talking about. Yeah, banana yeah. boogers. Some of them smell like <laughs> hot garbage. <laughs> Everybody knows My. what banana yes, boogers I say banana boogers <laughs> and you know exactly the smell I'm talking about. Even if even if you're like, what the hell is this? Like, if I were to tell you, like, okay, the next time you peel a banana, uh-huh. 
just <laughs> this is gonna sound so gross. <laughs> just like okay, why I call it banana boogers? You know those strings that yes. come off the bananas. Mm. If you smell those strings, yeah. they have a sickeningly like yeah. Almost they like do? The, you like never decaying no, smell. I yeah. never smell. It's but, so that's why I call it banana. I knew you were gonna know exactly <laughs> so what I'm talking about. Banana boogie. When you, know you peel the, it, when you, you know peel that extra, it, that, that little, extra little yeah, that's the stringy moist, thing that that's you like pump. the uh, moisture thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it smells. It like smells that. like a moldy, like decaying piece of fruit. So yeah. when you smell banana boogers, that's what I'm talking about. Banana boogers. Gosh, I gotta smell banana boogers. Yeah, smell banana boogers. Do you have to smell it? I gotta smell it now. Smell like banana boogers, and nobody knows. I had to describe that smell and I'm like it's banana boogers y'all just don't know how to y'all didn't, you're not up on banana booger game yeah. <laughs> they come in different scents mm. and those are some of the favorite scents and I feel like that's Ooh. what keeps people away it's not like they're commandeering it with all their stuff not always sometimes they do that which that pisses me off yes when they have all their stuff they have like a million bags and they yeah, picked yeah. a corner but when it's just somebody that's just sitting in the chair and they just happen to smell so bad that it's an automatic repellent to everybody yeah where you have to go to the other side of the train and still you're like covering your nose and like I'll be putting my oh, nose yeah. all up in my the shirt like I can't breathe this. No. Wow. Unless yeah. it's under Catherine one condition. The heartless. One oh. condition. Uh-huh. What's your condition? The winter. Because in the winter, I understand you not being outside. Yeah. I get it. Right. To me that makes sense. But it is hot as hell in the summer. It'd be muggy. I swear, Catherine, I could picture you working at like a homeless shelter and talking to homeless people like this and be like, look, 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 look. That would be the perfect mm -hmm. employee. Yeah. We're not, we're not doing this right here. <laughs> no. We're not doing this. Like I could totally see you I'll being be like, Kirky was 745. You knew that, right? 755. <laughs> so why are you in front of me? <laughs> Heartless. She would be the like correctional I'd, officer. I'd be so great at working for the oh, New, for New York City. Like, you know, anybody works in public offices in yes, New York City, right. they all have that attitude. <laughs> Yep. So where's your paperwork, though? Those Dismissive. People, where's your paperwork? That's not a birth certificate. It's not a birth certificate, <laughs> like, ma'am. Yeah, and they're angry all the That's time. That's a receipt from Costco that is not a birth certificate. I'm going to need you to take it out of here. Cancelado. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. I feel like I'm going to say why. Because <laughs> if it's rush hour, mm -hmm. I don't care who you are in New York City, you know what times rush hour is. Yeah. And you know what packed train. Um, I, although I do think there is a level of like mental illness that is associated with certain homeless people. So I do take that into consideration. Um, there's a look, you crazy know what I mean? Has a look. No, there's a crazy look. There's a crazy look. There's yeah, the, there's... I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not in my head. Look, that's not a crazy look. It's just like, that's where I go. Mental illness. That's not, I'm going to pop off. It's yeah. just, I'm not in my right I'm state of mind. And then there's the, I don't give a damn. Yeah. I'm just homeless And so the, uh, the I don't give a damn look is the one that pisses me off. Because you are just not, this is a public space and you know it's rush hour and now we all have to be on one corner because you don't right. give a damn. And then now you have the audacity to take your shoes off. Oh no, people you already that came the in the as like a vacation. You've never seen yes. that? No. I haven't traveled in the train. I've traveled in the train I for you. Fancy. No, no. Why wow. he doesn't have these problems? I don't. <laughs> this is why no, he no, doesn't relate. Because I'm always in Queens now, so I'm never in the city. Leaving Queens. I don't leave Queens. I stay. Oh. In you know what? Story. But I don't blame you because when I don't have to do stuff in the city, I don't leave Queens. I'm like, I'm not leaving if I don't have to. Like, you really it. gotta. No, you I stay gotta in your be in the mood. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I'm like, I know where I can hang out here. I know where I could go yeah. here. Yeah. And if I don't feel like going to the city, I'm like, I'm always in the city. See, but I live in Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. She's always in the city. So there's, yeah. it, it doesn't matter that that's gonna happen. 
And so there is, yeah, consideration. There are, I feel like there, there needs to be a rules of New York City and it needs to be written by a native. Yeah. Somebody who has been here their entire life and understands, the, like, these are the do's, these are the don'ts. Right. And this is why we gave you an attitude. We're not rude. You are. Yeah. <laughs> We're not rude. You are. You, you are. came into <laughs> our place and acted like this was home for you. Yeah. And so you did stuff that you would do at your home. Yeah. Which is not smart to do here. Not smart. It's just well, not it's just, considerate. It's not smart because it's like, think of the city you're in. I remember having this whole conversation with my husband one time because he went out drinking in um astoria and he was walking home and he calls me and he's like i'm lost i don't know where i'm at and then the next thing i hear from him he's in front of the building and i'm like lecturing him the next day and i'm going are you insane walking around new york city or walking around any borough in new york drunk at night calling me at two in the morning talking about you don't know where your house is like, are you crazy? Yeah. This isn't Indiana. That's People aren't going to stop. Exactly. That's what I told them. I said, you'll be walking down the street. Somebody notices that you're drunk, mm -hmm. knows they could easily take your wallet, your Say, money, oh, anything a, from that's you. That's two cash signs right there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, uh, prison rules. You need to be alert all the time. <laughs> like, what Trip. are you doing? Aww. And it was surely, about, it's just strictly about concern where it's like, don't do the stuff you do at home in a city that is not your home city. This isn't yeah. what this is for. In New York, there are certain things you have to be more aware but of. But I think, I also don't think, I think um, New York is not looked at as like a, a hometown. No, 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 To it's people. Not. No. If you're not from New York, New York is not looked at as someone's hometown. So there's almost this level of like, New York is looked at as a travel destination or yeah. I dream of living in New York. That so there's true. a level of of not being considerate. Yeah. So they don't it's like rules don't apply. It's kind of for some it's kind of like being on constant vacation. Yeah. And for others it's like <laughs> New York is what they saw in Home Alone yes. and in the movies in the 90s. Wow, but I would still respect New York. Like when I came in here, I was like, you know, I was respectful. I wanted to assimilate. maybe that's because you're Latino. Assimilate. Oh, yes. Thank no, you. culturally, <laughs> we're just taught to respect. Yeah, respect yeah. is almost beat it's into like, us. It's like the way we're taught enough. respect when you go to somebody's house. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The the best example of the way um, Latinos treat New York and the way other people treat New York. We don't open people's fridges. Right? Yes. No. We don't. You don't go to somebody's house and open their fridge. Ever. Well, in New York City, the when I say they're rude, because you're mm. constantly opening the fridge. Yeah. Y quien te invito. Damn. No. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just that's how I look at. Like, there are just certain things where I feel like, and this was a conversation I, I had with my husband, too, about different versions of common sense. Oh, God. Where in New York, common sense, I feel like, is is being alert, being aware being constant constantly being aware of or being respectful of the person that's with you mm -hmm. like constantly being respectful of that person instead of like what i see from other people where it's like this complete disregard for what the other person is because it's all about that person which is what you see a lot and new yorkers are not blind to that like we'll call you out on that when we see you making everything about you and not yeah. considering everybody else is it a small town thing do you think sometimes or maybe it, maybe it's a big city thing or just the fact that i think Catherine's yeah. right new york is looked at as like almost like a commuter city or something where you're just flying through new york like yeah. you just come through new york it's like a resort it's, no, yeah. it's, it's like those little what are the snow globes yeah i think it's an idea Got people it. see the city as an idea and so they treat it as however they like what however they please that's why i think 
New Yorkers come off as so like rude because this is where we're from. So it's like either get with the program and it's like walking on the sidewalk. Either walk at the speed or walk to the side. Yeah. Yes. But don't get mad when I say excuse me in a tone. Yeah. Because you're standing in the middle of the sidewalk blindly looking up or staring at your phone (laughs) and we're trying to walk and get to work and get to our to-do list. Like I think I learned that lesson the first time I went to London. Like I went to London for work and I was standing on this bridge and I'm looking at Big Ben and I'm like all in all. I'm like, oh, wow, it's Big Ben. And everybody else from London's like walking past me like, yeah, yeah. we see it every day. Like, this is our yeah. life. Like, can you move out of our way, yeah. please? And yeah. I was like, oh, no, I'm that person now. Yeah. I'm that person here. <laughs> this just lets her know we're late. Exactly. And then they <laughs> at me very gently. <laughs> Kick them behind the, behind the, the yellow line. <laughs> yes, just behind the yellow line. <laughs> Press the button. Yeah. Get on the train. Uh, <laughs> yep. It was, ve- but on the, uh, on the opposite side too it was like I was the first time I went was with my ex and he was so so American over there that when we got on the train and nobody would move back he started yelling like oh everybody step in like yelling and oh. everybody was just mortified appalled. yeah they were appalled but that that's was, not their culture that's not to do that he took right. he took the u.s and bought it into that train and yeah. i saw people were appalled mm-hmm. they were like ugh. right away they knew like oh these people must be americans you can yeah. see it in their face and i was like i'm sorry i'm so sorry i respect everybody's culture equally <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like, i'm so sorry you guys i know how annoying this is well i want to know because you weren't raised here yeah. based off everything we were saying what are your opinions? Um, I wasn't born here, but right. in DR, there's such a community. Uh, I don't know, like, like it feels like a community whenever you go in. Even as a stranger now, when I go back to my neighborhood, people are just like, oh, you know, like, hey, tell us about DR. I mean, tell us about New York. Tell us yeah. about this. Tell us about that. And anyone that comes in from the US they still you know they want to find out they love it's almost like a superhero just came Aww. back so it's like everybody's like uh inclusive in DR yeah. everybody wants to um even like uh, I was talking to her about Chinese uh, have a lot of businesses over there yeah and there's a lot of mixture between cultures in Dominican Republic it's not just Dominicans there now yeah we have like you know it's it's all Americanized now so now it's even more uh, together right. in DR as opposed to before where it would just be like, oh, that's a foreigner. Hey, come here. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. now everyone's establishing businesses and stuff like that. So I thought when I came to New York, that's what I was going to. Interesting. Experience. Yeah. Community. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when I didn't see that, I was just like, wait, mom, so we're just going to stay in these four walls here? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. Okay. That's, that is are very much New York thing. Yeah. Are we going, what are we doing? <laughs> we are really high up. <laughs> we are really, we are, we are really we high are up. Really high up. And it's just crazy because it just uh, it's so different. It depends on the neighborhood though. There's a lot of community in certain neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, like in, I mean, where in I grew York. up in the Bronx too. Like, we, like I knew my neighbors. Like I used to go take care of this lady that had diabetes in the building next to me. Like we have birthday parties across the street with the, with the neighbors' kids. Right. So it depends on what kind of community you were raised in. But New York yeah. does have a very standoffish vibe. Well, because I think that what you just said, you go over there and um, automatically, to a degree, they're giving you respect. Yeah, like they don't even New know York, you. Yeah. But in uh, New York, yeah. you need to earn your respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way you get community is by earning your respect. 
That's if not, yeah. you're out of it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find another community. Um, and I think that's, I don't even know. I can't say where that comes from. It's so funny because I was just thinking, transplants. I used to be like, no, you have to be born in New York to be a New Yorker. Nah. When you are a transplant, the first time you get angry at any of the scenarios I just said, you're a welcome. New You're a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> you are now you are a New Yorker. Because once New I Yorker. see it in your eyes, I go, yeah. You feel that? You're one of us. You <laughs> <laughs> feel that frustration that makes you want to throat punch people? Yeah. Welcome to the club. That's New York. Welcome to New York. That should be like the sign when you get into New York. Welcome yeah. to New York. Don't punch nobody. <laughs> like, whoa. No, there, there used to be this YouTube video. I forgot his name. I think it's Tommy T. It was like a puppet. And he was like, um, uh, it was like something or get out of the way. Go, <laughs> but it's that idea. Way. No matter what, get out of the way. Yeah. There are rules to it and you're either with it or you're not. You're just lucky we are not allowed to kick people. Yeah. Because we would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have yeah, been yeah. on that platform, twitching. Oye, pero yo creía que esto era. Estábamos heavy aquí, estamos tranquilos. Diablo. Estamos heavy. Estábamos heavy, pero diablo. You know what's so interesting because you're also not the um, Dominican who came to New York and went to the Heights. That changes your experience. Yeah. Significantly. It, it was. I feel like the neighborhood eventually became just this. Um, gentrified uh, location where more people started coming in from all different uh, places. And now it's like, okay, I got new neighbors. I want to get to know them. What neighborhood again? Uh, Chelsea. Oh, true. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, I want to get to know. Hey, I've been here forever. And they're like, oh, cool. I just moved in. Oh, cool. Hey, yeah. Hi, okay. Oh, yeah. I wonder when the Starbucks is going to open. Yeah. So great talking to you. I'm gonna go yeah. now. All right, great. <laughs> oh, you can hear some Sadie's. <laughs> oh, that great. sounds great. That sounds, um, great. Um, sounds like it was dangerous back then. Um, I'm gonna take a walk over I'm to think coffee. <laughs> See you later. Great talking to you, Mr. Bearded Man. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. but, but it is different. It's it's I don't know, but it's just uh, it's different now as yeah. opposed to how it was before. Yeah. So it's um when I come here now into the city, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Google, all this other stuff? I'm like, yo, there used to be a crackhead right there on <laughs> yeah. 8th Avenue. What happened to Ronnie the crackhead? Twitching. Aww. But he already, you know. He, Ronnie works at Google he, now. He got a <laughs> job. I made his story happy. Or See? I kicked him on the platform. Or he kicked him on the platform. <laughs> See how I made his story happy and Catherine's like, or in a darker world, <laughs> welcome to Catherine's DC Universe story of this guy's life. Damn. <laughs> I kicked him on the platform and he yeah. never recovered. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so. Speaking of neighborhoods, so I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> that was my segue to this next show about a very interesting neighborhood. No, I'm watching a new show on Hulu that I'm obsessed with, and it's called Castle Rock Town and Castle Rock. Bam, bam. That's not the theme song, but oh. I love it. That was the Fraggle Rock theme song. Um, <laughs> but it's called Castle Rock, and it's by Stephen King, and it literally encompasses like all of his stories. Yeah in this like town that and they're all somehow related to the town of castle rock it's the town of castle rock yes the town of castle rock because there are other surrounding towns like Derry, like Derry, yeah. and like salem yeah. that surround castle rock that are all parts yeah. of his different novels yeah okay. and so all these characters you're getting to see the backstory of a lot of these characters that you've watched in movies and it really is so fascinating 
I, I was so traumatized by one of the episodes that I was like, I need to not. I need to not watch another episode for like a day or two because I get so into these shows that when like a character dies or like something tragic happens, I'm like legit upset. Like I was like, I didn't want him to die. I wanted him to live. And I need like, yeah, I need a day to like emotionally recover. I'm a huge, huge Stephen King fan though. Same. Um, How many episodes do you see? Like I'm already on season two, episode two. So one day, Um, how many uh, What's I the watched, most that you've seen in one day? Uh, I think I binge watched the first, like, okay, so the first season is 10 episodes. I watched in two days. Uh, okay, I watched at least six episodes the first day, but I kept it Damn. on. I kept it on while I was cleaning and doing stuff, and that's not a good idea because you have to pay attention. Yeah. So I had to go back and watch, like, an episode or two because I was like, I totally missed that because I was folding stuff that's what i love about stephen king though and he is the kind of um storyteller that you have to pay attention yeah because there's little clues and little things in all of what his characters are saying and what they're doing sometimes even what they're wearing mm-hmm. and so it's just it's really interesting when you actually like sit down and pay attention but it's my new my new favorite thing to watch Ooh, especially halloween's this halloween season so like for me watching scary stuff is a must same do you have a favorite scary movie Yes. What is it? I'm going to judge you harshly. I'm going to judge you so harshly. We both lean in. Okay. What is your favorite scary movie? And why? The Exorcist. Okay. And why? Why do you like The Exorcist? Um, Just simply because that was the only movie that I was troubled by religion. Mm. Because I I was, let me give you a little story. I was an altar server. I wasn't touched, I think. No, I think. <laughs> Look, I think. I don't think, think I On was. another episode. <laughs> on another episode of um, Mess in Progress. But that one, I was just like, <gasps> she's using the cross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go see the movie. Yeah, go see the movie and then get <laughs> traumatized by it. Because yes. that is that is a trauma. That is a solid choice because it is a classic horror movie mm-hmm. it's really well done very creepy yes and anything yes. with religion can be anything like, i actually adds get element. freaked out by exorcism yeah. movies so i don't watch them a lot because oh, okay. they do genuinely freak me out because obviously growing up in the church and everything i'm yeah, like yeah. ah oh, you, you see some crazy yeah. stuff in the church yeah, yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> Ew, i just I'm, licked the microphone oh <laughs> like totally by mistake i now have several versions of herpes i have so many, <laughs> I have so many herpes. all the strains <laughs> i have Ooh, all of the strains of the her- dream team i'm ironically immune now to every strain of herpes <laughs> because i licked this microphone um i loved okay so this is the breakdown of horror for me there's because there's my favorite horror movie bad guys in mm-hmm. order of importance and then there's my favorite horror movies in order of importance and impact. Bad guys? Now, yes. You mean like a serial killer? Yes. My favorite bad guys. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger is my favorite bad guy. Uh, yes. Because yes. he always had punchlines. He was always funny. He, he He's a comic. He is a comic. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is a That's comic. That's why yeah, he's <laughs> murdering everybody in their dreams, just like we murder dreams on a daily yeah. as comedians. No, yeah. I'm so he, I, he was always my favorite bad guy. I loved Freddy versus Jason because of all of Freddy's punchlines. Because, yeah. Um, <laughs> my next favorite <laughs> horror movie <laughs> Uh, character, bad guy character. And these are all from slasher films. Yeah. Uh, I love Jason Voorhees because I love his story. 
of his mom it's going sad. crazy and like all this like the the backstory they built for jason was really really good yeah. under that is michael myers because he just can't die and he's creepy so yes. you get the third slot because you won't die and that's pretty much was that what jamie you do. lee cutters yes, yes it is she was, uh, okay. so that would but be that's that your guy bad guys what Those about movie <clears throat> my favorite movie okay first and foremost this will go down in history as my favorite horror movie puppet master Ooh, yes. Damn, that's a good one. Because the puppets only killed shitty people. (laughs) So (laughs) when you watch those movies again, you go, oh, no, I'm on the puppet side because these people were awful. They never killed somebody that I was like, oh, I feel bad for that person. (laughs) It was always a crappy, douchey person. Yeah. And the puppets, I'm not going to lie, after a while, they became less creepy and more cute because I was like, yeah, get that bad guy. <laughs> With your drill spinny head. Go get him. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I loved the Puppet Master movies. I used to watch a marathon of them. And I swear, I'm not hallucinating because <laughs> everybody thinks I'm crazy. For some reason, I remember New Year's Eve, they would always be showing Puppet Master marathons. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I would always end up watching them New Year's Eve. That's funny. Mm-hmm. And I loved watching those movies. Puppet Master is one of my favorites. I like most of the Friday the 13th movies and most of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm. I was never a big fan of Chucky, although he is another bad guy that has punchlines. Chucky is hilarious. Chucky, the, the only thing that kept the franchise going was the fact that he was funny. Yeah. Everything else got so cheesy. Oh, yeah. but the And they knew it, which is why the Bride of Chucky. The alone is cheesy. Yeah. It is. Bride uh, of Chucky was probably had some of the corniest jokes in it anyway. And it, I laughed anyway. I don't care. I thought it was hilarious. I still remember the do original. Have, do you have Catherine, Queen of Halloween? Oh, well, that's, that's, that's the answer. The movie is... Um, if you say Queen of the Damned. No. It is... And, and I have to specify because there are so many versions. Oh, okay. It is the John Carpenter 1978 Halloween because there are other versions. Yes, there are. It's that specific one that I yes. like. I don't like the Rob Zombies. He I, ruined you know everything. And Here's I would the thing. say that to his face. I agree. <laughs> I, there was something about the creepiness of the Rob Zombie films that I was like, okay, I get it. You made this more like Chainsaw Massacre meets like uh, some sort of new age creepy yeah. thing that you're doing. But... Only because I didn't associate them at all with the original film that I was like, okay, this is not an affront to the original film because I don't consider it connected. For that, just make a whole new movie and and killer and whoever. Don't bring something that's already existing Mm -hmm. and go, let me try to find another way to do it. Because when they re, when the last Halloween came out Mm -hmm. with um, Jamie Lee, I had a, it was hard. I'm going to explain why. (laughs) Because, um, Halloween 1, Halloween 2, 4 and 5, H2O. Anything I didn't name does not exist to me. Yeah, I feel it because I know exactly which one you're talking about. The one with Tyra Banks does not exist. That's Resurrection. Um, Oh, actually, 7. 7 with Paul Rudd. That one I like. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, 7 with Paul Rudd. Yeah, 7 is good. And um, (laughs) 3, Seasons of the Witch, not a movie because Michael Myers is not in it. Um, but why do I like the original Halloween? I like it for a few reasons. The first, um, it's a low budget film. Yeah. And for a low budget film that if you really watch it has no blood, you don't see blood. They couldn't afford it. No, it just, but that's, that's (laughs) the true, that's the true terror of fear. 
Yeah. That they they built, they anticipated like this idea of fear because it's the idea of fear, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. we, we talked about earlier, el cuco. It's the boogeyman. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. idea of like, and I mean, if you watch the series, you know that apparently the story is that's her brother and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. That's where two and the rest of them go into. But that movie alone is just a crazy person who started killing folks. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And so that's terrifying, especially for me, again, not from a small town. But to me, the way that I earlier said people see New York yeah. is the way I see small towns, where I'm like, that would be terrifying. Yeah. Because there is this safe idea of a small town. And so something like that, that shouldn't happen, yeah. mm -hmm. was like... That nobody would be aware of. Right. And the whole thing was a chase, because that's why yeah. in that movie... My favorite character is Dr. Loomis. Dr. Because Loomis is the best. Dr. Loomis yeah. is the best. I shot him six times. <laughs> it's because it's literally just a mental patient who comes out and was like, I'm, I'm, I'm about kill to kill everybody. people. I'm going to kill all of y'all. I'm going to kill all of y'all. Happy Halloween. Yeah. I'm going to kill everybody. I just I, had my pre-workout. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. And, <laughs> I'm ready to this. go. And it's really like stalkery because yeah. he preyed on them for a while. Now, another reason is the score, like the the music. You oh, can yeah, watch yes. Halloween without the music. Not scary. Yeah, but once you hear the Once the music is, yes. It gets you. It brings you into, like, I just feel like as a, as a horror film, um, Carpenter, like, really went into suspense and knew how to take that out. You didn't need someone who talked. Like, no. I mean, Jason does the same. Like, he doesn't speak. Yeah. But... They were going to make a Jason versus Michael Myers. I'm like, that would have been would be the, the most, most silent, boring That's movie. a silent film, guys. It's just music. It's just a score. That's it for the right. whole time. It's just the music. <laughs> um, but other than Halloween, yeah, it's the Freddies. And I think that, again, we go into... That one's a little bit more about um, uh, the idea of nightmares. Yeah. You know, I think since you're little... You're scared of nightmares. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are, because that's what it is. That's why it's called a nightmare. And getting trapped in that, and that be, you know, something you yeah, can't yeah. control. I think it was the first time, you know, um, in the first film when they were like trying not to go to sleep. That idea as a kid, I was like, how can you not go to sleep at some point? But that's the thing. Yes. Uh -huh. It's at the fear of the point. unavoidable. Like, yes. it's like yeah. you're going to fall asleep. You are. I developed insomnia from that shit. Right. And then, <laughs> I won't listen to my headphones in my bed because of the, the one with Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp, Depp when he goes into the bed. <laughs> yes. I won't listen to but, my headphones. But all those movies... um, Except for, again, there's something about, like, no, it's part two's one with the boy. It was weird with Nightmare on Elm Street. My favorite Nightmare on Elm Street is New Nightmare. Oh, Three. the Three. New Nightmare. No, New Nightmare no, is. New Nightmare is like number seven. Yeah, seven, something like that. It's oh. when the original um, Nancy. Nancy came back and we, and Freddie goes into the real world and he tries to kill the actress yeah. who played Nancy. So Wes Craven's oh, wow. actually in that film. Yeah. And that's what I enjoy about it. Like that Wes Craven um, created the Freddy character off of this guy who lived on his block mm -hmm. that was really creepy. And so when you get into that film, you actually get to learn about it from the creator. And it takes it out of that like universe that he created. And it's like, what if this actually came into our universe? Yeah. 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 And that's why I enjoy that one. I enjoy movies like, that's why I said um, the newer... 
Halloweens, like the H2Os, I enjoy when original characters come back yes. and bring an actual tie to the story. Like I, that's how I, 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 I feel right. like you, you did me, you did a solid to me because you were in the first one and you came back and you brought us back in. Yeah, yeah. connected it again. Third one, and okay. this one's controversial to some people. Okay, uh, what is your third favorite? The original, part one. Saw. No, yeah. that's a great one. Why would it's that? Why would people yeah. debate that? Because ever? because Saw became so gory and like obvious. Yeah. As mm -hmm. a series. But the original Saw... That first one was brilliant. Right. Brilliant. But even the yeah. short film... You, did you ever see the short film? No, I never saw yeah, the short the film. Yeah, the, they, they made a short film that that's what eventually became the... Oh, I never knew that. It hmm. was... it was For me, that moment of the game where he was in the room... For anybody who hasn't seen it, sorry. Why haven't you seen it? <laughs> it is uh, Get your life together. <laughs> Pause this. For Go me, there's something about... Like, if I'm going to have a serial killer... It has to be to the Michael Myers end where it's like there's no explanation. You know, like some movies try to be like, he's pure evil. Other ones like there's no explanation. He's just a crazy guy. Or in that one where there was about morality and there was this idea of like mortality where it was like I, you, nobody appreciates life. So let's play a little game. Yeah. I like the psychological aspect of it. Even Freddie. He also was another one who he was a child molester. Yeah. That's why they burned him. That's yeah, why he yeah. died. The story of his yeah. character is he got killed by the townspeople. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but then when you um, go into the films, you find out that it was a darker reason. He had a whole deeper story. Yeah. So I think that I enjoy horror films because, yes, they're scary. But there is a story if you're watching. Yes, there's each. something about figuring out yeah. where the psychosis of the killer comes from mm -hmm. that I find fascinating this is such a dark episode um <laughs> it really is we have to get to the dear gina but before we do we're gonna do really quickly just because i think this is so fun the creepiest supernatural stories that you have um i will start with mine because it's a twin story it's with me and my twin sister it's my dad's favorite twin story to it's tell already creepy yeah, yeah it is so okay so um <laughs> when i was a little girl and still to this day um when i get sick i usually i tend to get high fevers really high fevers to the point of like passing out and like you know kind of not hallucinating but being sort of you know loopy and and not being able to tell <laughs> whether i'm really standing up or sitting like i get really really sick and bad fever so when i was a kid it happened and i was rushed to the hospital right so it's like maybe like three in the morning or whatever and my twin sister walks into the bedroom where my dad is because my mom's at the hospital with me my mom and my grandma are with me so she and she's just she's shivering and she says to my father she goes gina's cold gina's cold and my dad's like what are you talking about and she's like cold he's like i touched her and she was like ice cold like she was freezing so like about an hour or two later, my mom calls home from the hospital and my dad is like, what was going on with Gina like an hour ago? And my mom was like, her fever shot up. They were packing her with ice. Why? Wow. And it was like literally, that's my dad's favorite creepy twin story to tell. That is kind of cool though. Right? Yeah. It's kind of, it's like a cool, Good creepy kind of thing. Like so uh, <laughs> any supernatural stories? Do you have one? A kukui? Um, Any kukui stories? Yeah, we Ooh, had kukui we had story. a guy. Um, was it in DR? In DR. Okay, yeah. those are the best. It validates it more. <laughs> yes, like, no, yeah. because yeah. I love hearing my mom's Ecuador story. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's just creepier when it's from another country in my mind. So it was a there was a guy that always 
would come by in our neighborhood. It was a small street, you know. It's like the street is divided probably a little bit less than this. Mm-hmm. And across the street, he would always come and clean the um, pots and pans of other people. So he would clean them because they would be big metal yeah. uh, pots where they would cook the rice the and everything. The caldons, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that was his job. But I didn't know that that was his job. And that was it. That's all he did. Because my mother had told me that that was El Cuco. <clears throat> wow. He had a machete that he always carried. Always. And he always would have these black boots that went up like a, almost to the calf. And he had the part. He had a hat. It almost looked like Freddy Krueger a little bit. Wow. But just, you know, in DR, shining you know, pots and pans. So anytime... Freddy. So Freddy. 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 Yeah. And anytime that I didn't want to eat my food, because sometimes I would be, you know, I would be a little bougie with the food. Yeah. I don't want this. I want that, mom. And it's like, no, come lo que taiga, coño. Yeah. (laughs) And it would be like, oh, pero el cuco está por ahí. And then he would... Uh, like hit the um, oh the she pots. would time he would it. hit the pots and he was like eh, vengo a fregar vengo a oh. limpiar su eh, uh, you know I'm here yeah. to clean this up oh, yeah. but when I hear that I would associate it with el cuco wow so I would grab that spoon and stuff my face as quickly as I could before he got to my building wow because. My mother would be like, if you don't finish your food by the time he gets here, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to you. <gasps> Yo, your mom was a savage. <laughs> she was messed son. Up, yeah, she's messed up. She's Love messed you, mom. up for so, that. <laughs> she, the, she came up with a kugel to get you to eat your food, and she kidnapped you with, again, food. Yeah. With food. Got food, this, and you have a very yeah. uh, <laughs> messed a, up and, relationship. And there, was, and there was a few of them in the neighborhood, so it wasn't just one kuko. Oh, it was the army of kukos. You should have caught on. Yeah. yeah. Well, How many kukos exist? He's like, kukos singular, mom. Kukos. Kukos. And he's yeah. part of the kukos. Two, two. <laughs> kuko three. Mm-hmm. Damn, yo. No, one ma- kuko. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any creepy supernatural stories before we get into our dear Gina? I have. Okay, I have one that's mine and one that's my mom's. Which one you want? Whichever one is shorter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. Your mom's. My mom's. Okay. You made a choice. She yeah. said um, it's, it's yeah, similar to. I have no choice. Similar to like you. Uh, well, I guess not really. Um, so my mom, you know, she lived in El Campo. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, the their neighbors weren't super close. The Campo's like the poorest part of the neighborhood. It's like, it, it's like yeah. you know. Um, Down south? Yeah, like a farm, right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah, right. like a farm. Very mm-hmm. rural, very like separated. There's a lot of land and it's because they usually own land and that's how they make their living. Um, so she, uh, she lived in El Campo at this point. She lived in the city too. Hmm. But she said she was really, really little. And my mom has always had, like, intuition about things. Um, Mm. So she said there was this older gentleman who lived in the house next to them, but pretty far, like miles apart. But they Mm. knew him because that's technically your neighbor, right? Right. And she said he will walk by the house every morning, but, like, around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. She went to the kitchen, and it must have been, like, 2 in the morning. And um, 
when she came out of the kitchen, she looked at the front door because, you know, the hawang, the doors open. And she saw him walking by, right? Y la saludo. He said hi. And she did it back. She was little. Pero he was really, really far. And so she knew it was him, but he looked like, um, like tenía todo. Uh, he was wearing all white. That's what she said. He was wearing all white. Okay. Um, when she turned around to go back upstairs, que ya vio at the top of the steps, lo que tú dijiste, somebody in all black. Mm -hmm. Pero it was like a shadow. This is what she said she saw. It looked like a shadow. It had like a hat. And that's the, the cuco, right? <laughs> that she saw. And they looked like they had, like basically, um, you ever seen uh, um, the fisherman from I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yeah. That's what or I pictured. Candyman? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what I picture it as. But she said que no tenía cara, que nothing. Yeah. And that she refused to go back. Of course. Right? So she slept on the couch. Y que la próxima mañana, when she wakes up, um, like I think that somewhere in the afternoon, when you know, you start getting news or other people come by that they told her mom que ese hombre murió a como la doña mañana. Oh. That, that's crazy. That the he guy died, died at, at 2 o'clock in, in the morning when her mom saw And because she was like, why did you, why, why are you down here? Why are you not in your room? And she told her about that. Yeah. Um, and she was like, como que tu lo viste? You know, when she's like, how did you see him? I, you, yeah. I, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. No, you were sleeping. But yeah, like that. My, and my mom, wow. to this day, she she goes, uh, my mom attributes it to, um, she thinks that innocent children have more of an affinity to supernatural things. Yeah. Because they're innocent. And, and so, they can believe a, li right. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. E, um, it's also, and that's why I was going to say, my other story is similar in the fact that my family was very big on baptizing. Mm -hmm. Because before you baptize, you're more susceptible and delicate to anything yeah right because really? you're not protected that yeah. was the, the idea of baptism the idea. is that you're protected you're protected oh, okay. by the lord you're literally yeah. protected it's the first stage when you think oh. about it um baptism um um communion confirmation there's a, a there's levels of protection yeah, yeah. of protection and then to be a part of the the faith and the church and yeah. that i don't think she was at the time and so in another episode, I'll talk about the way that my cousin wasn't, and this one I personally experienced with my cousins. Escándalo yes. for the next episode. Yeah, You'll damn. have to listen to the next episode of Mess in Progress because we do need to get to our dear Gina. And, uh, we're running long, but I don't care. We'll edit something. Uh, or we won't, and you guys will just have to sit through a long episode. Uh, so our dear Gina actually is one that came from Louis. Ya tu sabe. Who wrote in, uh, dear Gina, why do Dominican men get such a bad reputation porque why what happened and um, <laughs> who, who hurt you who, who hurt, hurt you a dominican who, guy that's why who you. did it who did it who did it <laughs> point him out point him out point him out who ruined dominican men for you uh catherine your thoughts why do i have to go first <laughs> <laughs> How do I have to go? I was just oh asking you okay. because <laughs> Okay. I okay, okay, okay. First of all, because I know that Catherine loves Dominican men. Yeah, I have an affinity. She Dominican has a, an affinity for Dominican men. I grew men. up in Puerto Rican and Dominican men and yeah. I have an affinity. She loves Quisqueyanos. Quisqueyanos. I just <laughs> love Mango. <laughs> and She's it's a proximity it thing. I'm in it for the food. I very yeah. much am. Mm. Um, <laughs> los, los tres golpes. Oh, hell yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> 
Anyways, because <laughs> <laughs> my mind was like, pause. Uh, pause, pause. Real that's, quick. That's a um, uh, food menu, just in case yes, you guys yes, go, yes. To, go to any Dominican food. place and ask for a tres golpe. Yes. Tres golpe. Um, why did it get a bad rep? I can only speak because I've not been um, to Dominican Republic. I can only speak to New York Dominican men, like the ones born and raised here. And I think it's because of their um, access to both cultures, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that on one end, and I think we spoke about this before, that um, I will say, <laughs> so messed up. Um, I'm thick skinned, don't worry. They get, it, get, can, it. No, no, no. get it, get it. No, I wasn't even thinking about them. I was, I was gonna compare them to other Latino men. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, you know when they be like the Latin lover? Mm -hmm. I think that's a stereotype for Latino men. Yeah. But I do think there's a suaveness to the way that you could talk mm -hmm. and the way you can get away with things. It's it's um being really good with words. Yeah. And also being really good at reading people. Mm -hmm. And I do think that because um you you talked about the whole community thing, I do think that Dominican men pay attention. Yes. And that's done purposely um whether it's like in a friendship or if they're interested in a woman, they're paying attention to every little aspect. Because yeah. how is it going to benefit me? Mm -hmm. But also, how can I do for you? So it makes it seem very attentive. Yes. It makes, right? I'm waiting for the turn. Now. <laughs> He's like, this is all positive. Where's Mesh, the turn? She now, is setting up some where big is buildings. It? <laughs> now, like I said, I can only speak for the ones also born in this country. Yeah. Right? And then there's the, well, again, also I can only speak for New Yorkers. Yeah. Um, there's the American side. A lot of them are very influenced by hip hop culture and black culture. Yep. So, and now <laughs> another thing. That's true. In those <laughs> cultures, very similar. There's swag. Swag. Yeah. There's yeah. attentiveness. Mm -hmm. And you're accessing both of these mm -hmm. and putting it into one person, right? That could be both positive and negative. It could be um, positive because if you are a great man, then you can be a great husband or a boyfriend or a father or whatever. Yeah. But when you're in the fuckboy realm <laughs> or stage, it could be the worst thing. Yeah. Because again, you're accessing two levels of where most men are not seen as like emotional men. There's an emotional manipulation that can happen, I've noticed, mm -hmm. that that's where the stereotype comes from. Because it's like, I had a friend mm -hmm. once tell me, <laughs> that one guy, um, <laughs> one guy she was seeing, this is a long time ago, she was like, yo, it's like I get lost. And then I said to her, I said, um, I'm gonna call that the matatón. Matatón. And she said, what do you, matatón. what do you mean? And I was like, porque te mata el ton. I was like, the problem porque here. Mata el ton. First of all, Catherine, I'm gonna need you to translate no, all of that. No, there is no translate. translate el ton. No, no. You gotta you know find what? a way to, to let people know what the matatón is. Okay, the we all know what mata, mata is. Mata, matar. Matar. Right. Mm -hmm. Kill it. Ton, kill, kill it. Kill it. Uh -huh. And the ton is like a nanny. Yeah, the ton is right. nanny. Mata, mata. Pero he's not only doing that. Then this, when I was talking to her, I said he's not only doing that physically, but he's getting into your feelings. Yeah. And here's the thing: unless you're aware that he doesn't actually have any intention for you, it's twofold. You let it happen to yourself. Yeah. Because most 
especially the ones born here, will tell you from Jump Street, I'm not even looking for nothing. But they would tell you that once. Mm-hmm. Now, if you chose to remember and listen, <laughs> that was on you. <laughs> listen, if remember. You chose to remember and listen <laughs> because, you know, that's your fault. Because uh-huh. he can't tell her that more than once. No. Because yeah. it, it takes away the, 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 the flavor, the, the suaveness, the yeah, moment. Yeah. You know, it's also. He'll find other ways to word it, though. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, find other ways. He won't say it like that. No, we'll yeah. Find other ways no estoy buscando nada serio ahora, yes. pero quién sabe. Yeah. Yeah. Pero, pero quién sabe. He, I, Vamos a conocernos. Exactly. Or um the original ghosters. Yeah. They might ghost you for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. And then they come back on the original Hey Big Head. Yeah. Hey Big Head. I'm just saying. <laughs> Which is this... the Hey Stranger for Hood People. Hey Big Head. Yes. Hey. So I feel like that's where, to me, the reputation comes from. Now, mind you, I don't have access to access. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have access to Dominican. I don't have experience with Dominican men from from the island. From the island. Gotcha. So to me, that's a whole thing. I can't necessarily speak. I can't speak of the origin story <laughs> of said reputation. Uh, the, the fathers of the men yeah. <laughs> that I have been talking about. I don't know those. Damn. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Did that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> to in, piggyback off of what uh, Catherine is saying, I do believe there is a swag. Yeah. I had a girlfriend a while back um, that was only into black men, and when I asked her, I said, "Well, what is it about black men specifically?" Mm-hmm. And she was she was Ecuadorian. <laughs> she was like, Y'all Ecuadorians are real specific with what you like. <laughs> I was like, a, "What what is it about black men?" And she said, "It's the way that they approach me. It's the way that they come up with swag and with confidence." Yeah, yeah. Like, and I feel like the same thing with Dominican men. Like, even the most unattractive Dominican dude I know <laughs> has more confidence than the good-looking people that I know. Like, he will walk up to somebody with full confidence in himself. And there's something about that confidence that is attractive. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And people are drawn to it. it. And it can actually change a girl's mind. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, Dominican women have the same confidence. Yes. Yes. Right? Um, I would say, I don't know if they have the same reputation, but I've never been with one. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? I don't know. So, speaking speaking on behalf of your people, Um, speaking on the congregation of Dominicans, (laughs) I'd like to say, um, I feel like there is a difference between Dominicans that were born in DR and also people who have parents that, you know, came to the U.S. and then they were born here. The difference is where the American culture hits them more than it hit me coming in here because I was already I already had the um the the setup with Dominican you know my my software was Dominican yeah so the <laughs> your default setting my was default Dominican. setting was Dominican <laughs> was so it's crazy because over there we wouldn't think about necessarily um the the swag the this the that it was just that's the way we talk to girls yeah there's something in Dominican Republic that everyone says oye mi amor uh, mira mami yeah if it's in a restaurant if it's something I've gotten into arguments with ex girlfriends over it forever 
I wasn't trying to be like, yo, give me give me your number, but it was like, mira, mi amor, dame dos. No, but do, if you would have said that around me, I would have slapped the crap out of you. <laughs> you know, like. But you see, the women say that too. They do, yeah. They do, yeah. Yeah. That's so why unless no you're Dominican around women them, are allowed to talk to my husband. Because you're not going to call him mi amor. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Even if she got a hairnet, she's I behind a screen. I don't care <laughs> if she looks like somebody's tia. I don't care. I don't care. Well, the reason why I'm saying that yes. is because a lot of times we get the you're flirting yeah. thing. And honestly, a lot of times it does happen where we're trying to flirt with a girl. But a lot of times it's just the way that our software is. Yeah. It's like that's how we try to. You're naturally flirty. Yeah. Naturally flirty to other cultures. Because in the right. Dominican Republic, if it's you do flirty. that, it's not flirting. No, yeah. It's just normal. It's just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Just like some other cultures. cultures yeah. But yeah. other cultures is like I come here and it's like, oh, I got to tone it down. You just have to be aware of it. I got to yeah. be aware of it but because you, they made me aware of it. Now my, my ex-girlfriend. Now, <laughs> mind you, you you have that. And I know mm. I know a lot of the Dominican people that I grew up around or have as friends, they went a lot between the United States and Dominican Republic. So they were born here, uh-huh. but they went there every summer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. <laughs> so it's one of those, like, they would see those things. Mm. And then they're not dealing with the type of Dominican girls that are there. They're mm. dealing with the type of girls that are here. And so it was like taking those little nuances <laughs> mm-hmm. and working it in their favor. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where the stereotype of they're not. Well, what was it? What, what was the question? So, uh, they they I was, have a reputation. Oh, I was supposed so to be like, because they ain't. Oh, you was about to say it. <laughs> you was about to say it in front of our Dominican representative. That's, but it makes what? sense, right? That they they that that's where the reputation comes from. Yeah. Because you can access this natural flirtiness. Yeah. Right. And then bring it to a place that no one's seen something like that before. Yeah. Well, that's how, because you said it, the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes it will be too overt. Like if you walking down the street and then like you said too many words and I'm like stop talking to me, that that <laughs> confidence is also you're just annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, that's cockiness now. That's not even confidence. But, right. But <laughs> but like I said, there's the American um influence and then the Dominican influence. Yeah. So the American influence I've noticed is very silent. And that's how the ones here um started off. Very silent. It's a look. It's a look, it's a glare. It's it's so subtle you won't even notice it. The but, Dominicans from here. Yes. Gotcha. But they're they're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they want you to know that they're paying attention. Yes. And it's a gradual buildup. And the buildup comes with a little bit of what you just said. They have influences from other different cultures. So that means they know how to read how you're going to react. So, okay, Ooh. I can't come off too strong <laughs> with what I know from the island. Yeah, yeah. So let me access another part of me. Let me access something else to get what I want. Right? It's okay. like learning that, which is just naturally what happens over there. Yeah. And using it in your favor. It's, ver- it's a version of manipulation. Resourceful. Again, yeah, what did I say? You just Innovative. know he called all of your people <laughs> manipulative. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said American. No, you said Dominican. A, yes, but it's a I, form of manipulation. It is a form of manipulation, but they're getting what they want. And in this yeah. conversation, it has to do with a version of fuckboyness. But how can you be mad at the hustle? Like. Yeah. Be, you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. most of the most of them. Here's my question: the girls who say, "No, they're not anything." First off, where'd you meet him? Because if you met him at a party, mm-hmm. 
and you, you met, met him at the club. You you y'all knew what y'all was there for. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just meet someone at Cantinero and expect to have a long lasting relationship. Yes. Well, even if you do have a lasting relationship, again, in those situations, I'm also a believer of don't put yourself in situations you're not ready for. So pay attention. If you're not ready for Dominicans, <laughs> don't put yourself in that Listen, situation. But let me tell you, they're not the only ones because I think the category under them, Colombians. Really? Colombians? Oh, yeah. Over Puerto Ricans? Because Wait, I, so would we're do, at the top I would do Dominicans of, of, of the player of uh, pyramid. Wow, yes. yeah. Dominicans. Because I would have put Puerto Ricans right under there, under the nope. on the player. Uh, nope. I don't know enough Colombians. Uh-uh. Because uh-uh. I know a bunch of Puerto Rican men that have played people. But yeah. well, let's not get into the whole pyramid thing. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> he said we're at the top. You're clearly at the top when this is the question. Yeah, the question is where'd you get your rep from? It's because you live at the top of that pyramid, of the poopy pyramid, wow. of the male like, poopy pyramid. Teach, y'all could teach classes. Um, yeah, pimp classes. Think damn. about that. Think of how yeah, this is just another level of innovation that you're not making <laughs> yeah. money out of. You just send out a, a flyer of this is how I'm going to teach you. On the next episode some. of Messy Progress, <laughs> we'll bring back Lewis Hell on his yeah. new endeavor. Uh, We're going to talk about conditioning. <laughs> shampoo and conditioner. Papi shampoo. shampoo. Papi shampoo. Where does the word papi shampoo come from? I don't know. What does it mean? Papi shampoo, I feel like it's somebody who's uh, smooth and it's someone who is like a one-nighter. It's a one-night situation. It's a and one he th- knows it. Yeah. And he knows and it. And she knows it. Yeah. Back right. to our question, yeah. which is why you guys have the rep. Is <laughs> it or... Okay. I feel like a lot of times Dominicans get the rep from Dominicans that are in America. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Dominicans that don't necessarily know how to, um, I don't know how to say it, like, uh, uh, court a woman. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, here? Yeah. Because a lot of times when I see it, compared to Dominican Republic, Uh it's totally off a lot of times here. Yeah. Because they won't talk to her. They'll be, yo, ma. And then afterwards, it'll be, hey, uh, you know, ya tu sabes. Oh, those are the corny ones. Don't even give them credit. Yeah. I don't don't want to give them credit. Before we go on more tangents about this, we do need to wrap this up because we went really long this time. But we could talk about this forever, but we'll bring Lewis back and we'll have a whole dissertation (laughs) on Dominicans and the different breakdowns of what they go through. But for right now, Lewis, tell everybody where they can find you. All right. You can uh, find me at Makers of Reality. I am on Instagram. That's uh, my tag on Instagram. Also, at the Row Astoria, for those people looking for some fitness, I opened up my own gym in Astoria. So stop by, say what's up, lose some weight, gain <laughs> some friends, hey. and gain some confidence in yourself so you can be the first wife. person you can <laughs> ever be. Hey. <laughs> Uh, and that's not Dominican swag talking. That's just me trying to get you to become better. All right. Be better. See you guys in Astoria. <laughs> Make us a reality. The Row Astoria. Catherine, and- tell the lovely people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at <laughs> <laughs> question mark. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at um, Catherine G. Mendoza. And you can also find me on Twitter at Kathy Grace 24. 
Uh, you guys know you can find me on Instagram at Gbrion. The website is ginabrion.net or ginabrion.com now. Since they both take you to the same. I'm so proud of that. You really are. I really am. I have to mention it every time. Check out my HBO special, Easily Offended, which is on all of HBO's streaming platforms. And my set from Jimmy Kimmel is up on Jimmy Kimmel's YouTube page. And uh, yeah, there's other stuff coming up. So just uh, keep in contact with all of us so we can tell you uh, the dope things that we are doing. I like to end the show with a piece of advice my mom still gives to me to this day. When life throws a lot at you, take it one catastrophe at a time. Until next time, guys. Deuces. Put your body so baby. You the kind of chick to get the work twice daily. Looking real sweet with the bite like Bailey's. Hands on deck, I swim in it like Navy. Yeah, do it like that. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Looks damn good, but really she tight bad. Go to sleep, I call him my night cat. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.